the thing clearly is still vibrating, but it's set off. Okay. So I don't fucking know. Well, let's let her buck. Just there we go. Stick it in your ass. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. And the USA. USA. We went to it was like once a year. All of West Seattle has like a giant yard sale. Just like everybody has a yard sale. So we went to that yesterday and. um, we, we like met up with Phil and Hannah and we w- went and did all that stuff. And I walk up to this yard sale and there's just like three tables in front of a garage and like this old lady and it's all a bunch of old lady shit, except for there's one videotape. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to figure out, I got to see what that is. So it's, it's a Memorex 120 minute high standard, uh, like, you know, record your own videotape, right? right? Mm-hmm. So someone recorded some shit off a of TV or something. I was like, oh, fuck, is it probably Jeopardy or something? The real JFK assassination tape. Yeah. Dude, you don't know how close you are. <laughs> what? So I, I open it up. No, I'm kidding. I open it up. I open it up, and it's uh, a MacGyver, MacGyver special. special. Oh, Two hours. Yeah. Whoa. I know. I was like, this tape is for me. I literally, I kind of gasped, and I went, what the fuck? And the, la- the old lady looked at me like... You know, are you okay? And I was like, I was like, dude, MacGyver, yes. And I gave her like the dollar she wanted for it, and she's like, oh, I just love that MacGyver. He's so clever. I wish I was as clever as he was. I was like, oh, all right, God. <laughs> I haven't even watched it yet, but it says Saturday concert, I think, and then it says MacGyver special two hours. So I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. gonna have to check it out. I'm excited. Maybe I'm really he had a, a music special with Hasselhoff oh, or something. Oh, I, oh my God, that would be awesome. But uh, from the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I guarantee whatever's on this tape, I already have it because yeah. I have all that shit. But um, uh, I'm excited to see what kind of commercials, exactly. what era it was taped in, and all that kind of stuff. I got to dig out. I know I have somewhere that Andy recorded when we were in high school, like MTV Music Video Awards. I think it's the one where like Nirvana's playing and Chris Novoselic like bonks his head on, his head on yeah. the yeah, and all the weird commercials that were on during that period of time. Yeah, I actually I just found one that was uh it was the VH1 behind the musical Weird Al. Oh, nice. Yeah, I found that. It was like floating around on the internet somewhere. Didn't his parents like die of asphyxiation this or something is, this, horrific? They died after this Behind the Music came oh, out because okay. they interview his parents and they're just like this fucking old couple. They're yeah. Normal ass people. I think they like. Yeah, they, they, they died of carbon monoxide, monoxide poisoning. poisoning. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Well, are you excited for the Daniel Radcliffe? Yes. Uh, weirdo? Yes. Yes. You've seen pictures, right? Yeah, I've seen the preview. I've seen all this. Fuck, everything there is to see. I haven't seen the preview yet. The preview is fucking crazy. So he's like doing lines of coke off of hookers' asses and stuff like that. Uh, there is a there is a shot where he comes on stage with no shirt on and he's like buff yeah. and he like chugs it looks like out of a champagne bottle and pff, like spits it in the air. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be like parody. I, I don't know if Weird Al drinks. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> uh, they said in the in the behind the music they said he he's never done drugs and he rarely drinks is what it said. Okay. So, I bet she's a mean drunk. He's such a nice guy, like, you know. <laughs> He'll probably he's probably probably one of those kind of drunks that like 
if you he'll start joking and then it becomes real. And then he cuts you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Weird Al fucking flat out cut you with a box cutter. <laughs> a box cutter? No. Yep. I feel like you'd have like some kind of cutlass or like a cartoon sword. No, it'd be you'd some, have the chicken some, with a switch something knife. very improvised. You'd definitely be the guy that like, you know, breaks the beer, bo- beer bottle and oh, comes sure. at you or whatever, like folds a piece of paper into a triangle and <laughs> goes at you Gangster. prison style. Yeah. Um. Well, shit. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. I'm tired. I ate a bunch of carbonara. Uh, the Buca de Beppo people dropped me off like a giant tub of carbonara last night. Ooh, nice. And I rolled out of bed this morning and just started like powering it down my gullet. And just like Weird Al's parents get carbonara monoxide poisoning. Yeah. Hey. But yeah, now I feel like I ate a lot of ham and pasta. Because you ate a lot of ham and pasta. A lot of ham and pasta. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of dragging ass, but that's okay. We'll 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 pep up as I drink this coffee. Oh yeah, welcome back to how the West is fucked. How the West was fucked. This week, uh, so it's a big one. It's a big one. So uh, just no gilding the lily, Tony. What do you know about Wyatt Berry Stapp Erp? We're doing White Earp? We're doing White Earp. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Kurt Russell in the house. That's it. You want a million bucks? 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 Not really. <laughs> well, and that's uh, was a special treat. Will has the oh. making of the movie Tombstone. So we're going we're gonna to shit on that in a little bit. In book form. Ooh, cool. That would be an actual separate episode after we're done with the real history. Oh, sweet. But, but, so we're going to... Since... Uh, Tombstone, the movie, is part of the reason we do this podcast anyway, because most of you idiots only know anything about the Old West because you watch Tombstone He's looking right 20 at me. times. <laughs> at me. Maybe maybe you had some young guns. Maybe. Not really. No. I tried when I was a kid. I didn't like it. Well, fuck you. It's pretty good. <laughs> young guns, too, better than the first one. Well, they're both pretty good. I like the uh, bounty hunter in the outhouse mm-hmm. scene, cause, which is actually pretty, pretty true to life. Yep. I'm just not a fan of... Uh, Emilio Estevez? Uh, no, I like Emilio Estevez. Especially in that movie, uh, Free Jack. I don't remember that one. With uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Anyways. Does he eat him? No, he goes through, he gets like plucked out of, from death. He's like a, uh, what do you mm-hmm. call it? A F1 racer. And his car explodes and right before he dies, he gets like pulled out and brought to the future. And he meets uh, the, the fucking singer for... Rolling Stones? Uh, yeah, singer for the Rolling Stones with the worst American accent I've ever fucking heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, also... Just uh, Mick Jagger's Mick Jagger. There? Yeah. he's a, fuck? He's, a, he's like the right-hand man of... Uh, he's like the, what, the head of security for uh, Anthony Hopkins. So how much glue have you been sniffing? Dude, like... movie, this movie's fucking wild. Alex Furlong is about to die. And enter the year... 2009, where immortality is only a heartbeat away, where money can buy anything. Shouldn't you consider an alternative body? I'm sorry to deceive you. Including life itself. Why me? Why don't they just grab somebody who's alive now? Take a look at these people, Alex. They've lived half their lives with the ozone layer. Tell me who's behind all this. I'm sorry. But I can't tell you that. 
died, Jewel. Someone paid to bring him back. I watched you die. Welcome to my mind. Don't resist. Lose your mind. And you can live forever. Free Jack. Oh, and then um, feeling hot, hot, hot. Uh, Buster Poindexter's oh, really? in it. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Boy. And uh, Ra- and cast. Rene Russo. There's somebody else in there that I, I'm trying to think of. It. Oh, the the fucking chick from So I Married an Axe Murder. The chick that's actually axe murdering axe people. Mur- oh, the one that always the cra- plays always plays a crazy thing. crazy lady. Yeah. Because she just has that crazy face. Yep. Sure, Anyways. She, sure she's a dear, sweet, lovely woman, and not a murderer at all. Yeah, totally. But, but no, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a fucking Wyatt Earp. Yeah. But you should also watch Young Guns, and actually Young Guns too, because it has a banger of a soundtrack because of John bon, bon Jovi. That's what I was about to say. I fucking hate Bon Jovi, and I, I just I can't stand that fucking song. I worked in so many. Auto- ding, ding, oh fuck ding, off! Ding, ding. Yeah. I worked in so many auto shops that we, all we got to listen to was like classic rock, and like that song is always, always, always on. Because it's, like, it's twice a day. It's like the it's the siren song of the old west. It's authentic. <laughs> that one and fucking other one that would always play on the radio was like the wider shade of Lola, 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 That fucking yeah, song. Speaking Yoda. of weird, we're, we're, yeah, Weird Al has the superior version of that. I didn't know he covered that one. Yoda. Oh right, mm. duh. Fuck, I haven't heard that in so long. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be. It's going to be a long one. long, and also we'll be touching back on a lot of stuff we've already covered. It's basically like a review for your final. Well, I heard you talk about the Northfield Raids, so we're going to go, oh, right. No, that's just because I'm looking through my book, oh, that's book in the same full of book. dead people. Um, oh, the gunfighters. gunfighters. Okay, so cool. there's a lot of gunfightery shit. But, you know, it will be it will be uh, touching on, like, uh, Bat Masterson and mm-hmm. Jim. Where is it? Jim Masterson gets yep. shot, and then, you know, oh, you're Eddie, yeah. Eddie Foy. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. That that fuck we were trying to think of that the other night yep. the fucking eighteen hundreds comedian and of course you know we we already did a Doc Holiday yep and I think yeah we talked about the OK Corral somewhat during Doc Holiday right a yeah, little bit somewhat but yep. we'll still talk about it more play by play by fucking play. awesome dude well then we'll gotta let Will wait are you ready he's born ready we have to let Will kick it off with the Comic Sans and the lovely NPR voice. <laughs> yeah. We also talk a lot about the Cowboys, too, the nemesis Nemesis of, Real of Cowboys White, White Basically, it starts with John Kenny. He started the Cowboys. Uh, he got out of the Army and started ranching in New Mexico. Which is a terrible uh, idea. Then he took up with some bad guys, Jesse Evans, Jim McDaniels, and Pony Deal. Pony Deal? Mm-hmm. You can't be anything but a cowboy if your fucking name is Pony, pony Deal. Well, oh, you'd be a horse salesman. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Pony Deal right yeah. here. Uh, August 1875, they shot and killed four members of a rival Mexican gang. Uh, New Year's Day, 1876. Yep. Uh, they're celebrating at a dance in Las Cruces, and they get into a drunken brawl with soldiers from Fort Selden. Dude, right. I played I played a show in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Two shows in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Wow. Las Cruces yeah. a few times. Yeah, we played at like uh, this the uh, uh, fucking some brewery and, as a bluegrass band, and then the all this the wait staff was like, "You guys are awesome! You got to come to this house party at the the date farm, I think, or almond farm, or something like that." It's like a nut ranch. So we ended up like going to this giant fucking house, and of course, you know, it's New Mexico, so it's one story, yeah. and it's just gigantic, and there's like. 
giant piles of like you know triangle cut sandwiches and shit and a bunch of kegs and a whole full full bar what the fuck and so they're telling everybody like this is the band we saw they're this awesome bluegrass band and since we're all old punk rockers uh they had a whole stage and shit set up there's a band playing and we're, they're like you guys get up there and play a song we're like okay uh-huh. so we got up and played this fucking hardcore song and uh-huh. scared the shit out of everybody <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome excellent yeah when i was in las cruces because we were on our way to go to uh white sands to do the baton death march and so we stayed in Las Cruces a couple of days beforehand, and uh, we then we were in the bar at the we were staying at the Hilton. We were at the bar, and my lieutenant was like, "You know, Sergeant, like, what's uh, what's the strongest, you know, nastiest drink you know?" And I was like, "Well, sir, I I guess I'd go with the my own piss." No, the Four Horsemen. So oh. it's like you know what Jaeger, Rumpelmintz, Goldschlager, and uh, one fifty one. And so he instantly bought us all a round of those. And you then just shot yourself in the foot, my man. I did. Well, and see, then the, there was a different club across the parking lot from the Hilton, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to go over there. We'll see you guys later and stuff." And actually, we had one of our privates was with us, and he didn't happen to be twenty one, but they Ooh. weren't carting him at the hotel, so he was just kind of staying there and drinking Coronas. But either which way, we ended we ended up going catch up with the lieutenants, and they're already just shit faced at this dance club, and they're like grinding up on chasing, like, yeah, fucking corporal, or, like, or you know. I forget what was the other thing in that shit you had us drink. So we just started putting tequila in it. They forgot what Goldschlager was. Oh, no. And they started putting, ho- it was like, then it was Jägermeister, Rumpelmintz, Jose Cuervo, Jose Cuervo and 151. <laughs> and so we called, since we were in the cavalry, they called it the Cav Horseman. I probably had four or five of those because oh, our lieutenant Christ. just kept on feeding them to us. I'm getting a headache just thinking and about it. And then we ended up at a house party somewhere in downtown Las Cruces. I have no fucking recollection of how we got there. <laughs> There was a fucking weird, there was a bunch of books. I think it was actually a bookstore that was a converted house, but there's just a bunch of people in there drinking and shit and like a band in the basement. And then everybody decided to go home, but I missed out on the cab or something. So I was like, ah, I don't know how to call it. You know, it was kind of pre good cell phone days. But I could see the Hilton up on the hill, you know, big red H. uh, (laughs) I'll just walk towards that. And so I'm walking through some fucking neighborhood in Las Cruces, and there's, like, goddamn pit bulls on chains fucking coming out of the dark at me and shit, and, like, <laughs> you know, dogs barking, people turning on their lights. I'm like, oh, I got to get out of this fucking neighborhood before I get shot by somebody in Las Cruces. Fuck, dude. And I was hungry, so I tried to walk through a uh, Taco Bell uh, drive-thru. drive-thru, and they threatened to get me arrested. And then I was then I was just across the freeway from the Hilton, but there was a chain-link fence, like a six-foot chain-link fence, and then four-lane freeway, <laughs> another six-foot fence. Oh, my God. But by God, if I didn't climb that fucking shit and play Frogger across the highway <laughs> in the middle of the dungeon, just hammered, like barely able to stay on my feet, <laughs> climb over the other fucking fence, made it up to my hotel room. Somebody was already sleeping in my bed, so I just went to sleep in the fucking bathtub. All right. And then we went and did a 26-miler the next day in the desert. Nope, you count me the fuck out. Yeah. But that's Las Cruces. Anyway. So he's that would be. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, these guys do the same thing in 1875. Yeah. Uh, and they get in a drunken brawl with soldiers. For... Exactly. Totally us. So Kenny Evans, McDaniels, and Deal get their asses kicked and thrown out. So they go back and get their guns and shoot through the doors and windows. Because turnabout is fair play. Mm-hmm. So one soldier and a Mexican civilian died instantly. Uh, three more troopers were badly wounded. But uh, Kenny and the gang were never prosecuted, which is kind of the running theme for, mm-hmm. for all this stuff here. 
A couple weeks later in Las Cruces, Jesse Evans heard that a Mexican bandit named Corino Felcher. <laughs> no. I, no. I think I misspelled Fletcher. But, yeah. Uh, he was bragging about robbing and killing two Texans, which all these guys are ex-Texans. So. Right. Wait, they're not you know. Texians anymore? They're just Texans? No, this, this is, is 1875. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> 40 years later. <laughs> Uh, so Evans leaves the bar with two others, and soon, uh, Felcher was dead in the street. Uh, from felching? From felching, yep. <laughs> That's how you get all kinds of diseases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Jesse Evans and friends were, uh, charged, but later acquitted, so they keep getting off. <laughs> uh, by Felcher. Uh, 1877, Felching. Kenny had established a network of cattle and horse thievery from the Texas Panhandle to Southern Arizona. Which was kind of a common job at the time, sort of. So basically, they would just kind of trade each other the stolen livestock right. that they stole. Um, one of the links in the chain was a uh, Old Man Clanton ranch on the oh, Gila River God there. Damn it, the Clantons. 60 miles from the New Mexico line. August 1877, Billy the Kid joined their gang. Oh, is this the last episode? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, he was in Arizona, and he shot and killed a blacksmith, Ooh. Frank Windy Cahill. Frank Windy Cahill. Everyone knows it's windy. Yeah. And that's where he gets the nickname The Kid from Jim McDaniels. Wow, they're creative as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They didn't call him William the Child? Hey, youngster. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In October, the gang stole some horses near Silver City, New Mexico, and tried to rob a stage, but they had no gold on it. Uh, A posse was led by Dick Brewer. Oh, yeah. We was another guy from the regulator. Mm -hmm. See? Mm -hmm. If you'd have watched Young Guns, you get to watch Dick Brewer get killed by the guy in the outhouse, because that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, He was uh, a foreman for John Tunstall. He captured Evans and three others, and they were kept in jail in Lincoln. November 17th, a gang of 30, including Billy the Kid, uh, even though he switches sides later. Uh, He actually, uh, they go to Brewer's Ranch to kill him, but he wasn't home. Uh, They stole eight of Tunstall's horses. This would help set up the Lincoln County War three months later. Also going on at the time was the El Paso Salt War, if you remember that. Just throwing fistfuls of salt at each other. Ah, my eyes! Yep. Uh, Jim McDaniels and Jerry Barton went down to fight it in it because what else are you going to do? Nope. It's the 1870s. Uh, December 12th, the Texas Rangers were surrounded by an angry mob and surrendered. That's the first and last time the Rangers ever surrendered, I guess. Right. Well, that's, yeah, weren't they like forcing people to dig salt or something and they didn't want to? Or, well, or they were uh, taking all the salt or? No, the, the, the private white, you know, because it was community salt for years and years. Oh, and yeah. A couple of private whiteies came in and tried to say it was theirs made, and made, charge people Made for everything it. better by commodifying it, just mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking bastards. Uh, so December 17th, John Kinney gets a telegram to raise a posse and help, even though he's a criminal. Uh, the sheriff in El Paso didn't know that Kinney was wanted for murder in Mesilla. Uh, the sheriff in Silver City didn't care enough to arrest him there either, so. <laughs> this so, is all, like, law by suggestion. There's no, like, <laughs> real... So Kenny gets a posse together, including Jesse Evans, Pony Deal, and Curly Bill Brocious. Oh no! Not Even Curly though that's his, not his real name, but his name's not Curly. No. Oh. What's his real name? Uh, Shemp. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
homogenized. They get to Texas December 22nd. They want revenge. Uh, so they rape a Mexican woman and killed her dog. That revenge! Doesn't, that doesn't sound Good thing they didn't revenge-y. mix that up. Yeah, no shit. Well, also, <laughs> how is that revenge? That doesn't. That sounds like something that now deserves revenge. Like yeah, no shit. Like Jack Jack Reacher is going to come for you or something. <laughs> so they kill a few few more people. Well, they killed the dog. So you know, Keanu Reeves is up their ass. Exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, they spot an insurgent leader and shot him dead. And claimed he shot first. When the U.S. troops arrived, the local sheriff claimed that uh, all were resisting arrest. Whoever they shot. That's convenient. Yeah, yeah, very. And it's you know it's hard to hard to argue with a you know like so, you got a live guy and a dead guy. Well, I'm kind of picturing like the guy like doing corpse puppetry. Like, yeah, I was totally resisting. <laughs> I deserve it. You know. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Uh, oh, what's that movie where he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, I had to kill you, and then he makes the guy's mouth move. He's like, Oh it's yeah, okay. oh, it's from uh, Smoke and Aces. Smoke and Aces, yeah. It's okay. Everything's so peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was the best because it was Ben Affleck. Ben too. Affleck, that's right. Yeah, oh. there's nothing better than seeing Ben Affleck get gunned down mercilessly by a fucking weird ben. like metalhead punk rocker. Yep. You ever watch that's The Accountant? I watched that. A the couple Accountant days. is it good? No, it's terrible. Yeah, it looks stupid. See that one where he plays a strong gentleman that dressed like a flying rodent? <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Oh, <laughs> that one. No, I was talking about the Flying Squirrel Avenger. Oh, sp- Flying Squirrel Avenger, I forgot. <laughs> Der Mouse. He was Squirrel Girl. Who, who is this Batman? <laughs> <laughs> so in the following days, they caused even more trouble stealing horsies and food. Uh, a few weeks later, calmed down. Stealing horsies for food. Yep. Yeah. So Kenny took his guys across the border and shoot it out with the, the Mexicans there. Just for shits and grins? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny was thrown from his horse and injured, though, so the, they kind of broke it up after that. <laughs> But Kenny stays behind and help. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'm really hurt over here. <laughs> so Kenny stays behind in El Paso and opens a saloon there, and much of his gang stays there. I guess I'll open a bar. Yep. Oh, fight's over. Time to open a bar. <laughs> uh, Curly Bill was arrested for trying to rob an army stage, though. That uh, seems stupid. Mm-hmm. And Kenny goes back to help with the Lincoln County War because there's still more people to kill. Oh, there you I love all this, like, I'm bored. I'm going to go fight. join a war. Yeah, I'm going to go fight some Mexicans. And Let's then have a war. St- yep. So you can go and die. Yeah. So, so Murphy and Dolan. El Paso. Actually, the, the the hot real estate in Lincoln, New Mexico, because there's still the, the Pat Garrett's hotel you can buy. But oh, yeah. They just sold the, must have just sold the Dolan house, which was a bed and breakfast, too. So. Oh, just hard tack and. Yep, that's my retirement. Just Cal Placenta. Go down and do Billy the Kid reenactments without anybody knowing. Just show up and do them. <laughs> yep. Like, like at the mall. Shoot all your guns off. <laughs> you got to do the one where he kills uh, Bob, uh, the jailer guy. Oh, yeah. But, like Howdy Bob or whatever, and then just blast him with a 10-gauge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murphy and Dolan hired Jesse Evans and other Kinney gang members to fight in the war. They began targeting uh, Tunstall, who hired his own guys. Billy the Clit Kid yeah. was one of them. Did you all say Billy the Clit? Billy, <laughs> Billy the Clit. <laughs> B- Billy the Clit and Dick Brewer. Nobody can ever find him. Get ready to get stimulated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, so Jesse Evans was in the gang that shot Tunstall. Why does Jesse Evans sound like familiar? I mean, it I like keep a, thinking the same thing. Like it, it sounds like the, the like a, a TV char- anchor. Or there's a, a fucking... character. Or like a like a show character that's named Jesse Evans. I'm pretty sure. It's, it sounds like a I don't know, televangelist or a 
fucking <laughs> in-depth man-on-the-street reporter or yeah, some yeah. fucking thing. I don't know. So he was in that gang that shoots Tunstall. Uh, after that, the kid and the regulator shoot uh, William Brady, the sheriff there. Mm-hmm. So Kenny gets a posse together to go after him. Uh, they corner McSween and 10 of his guys at the house, which would be the end of the first movie. There. Right. Set fire to the house. But I don't believe they got chucked out of the window in trunks. No, probably not. Because that's a great way. If you, you want to die, because that's a good way to die. Mm-hmm. Like getting thrown out of a second story window in a wooden trunk out of a burning building. No, I'm good. And then popping out and shooting a bunch of cavalry guys. That, that, what that, movie was this? Young Guns. Young Guns, okay. Got to watch Young Guns, you dildo. Even though we're, that's our That last one doesn't episode. have any Bon Jovi in it either. The first one doesn't have any Bon Jovi. Okay. All right. I think the only one I've ever actually seen parts of is two. Yeah, two's fun too, but you got to have the Bon Jovi for that. So uh, the kid actually shoots off part of Kenny's mustache in the escape. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. Oh, my mustache. <laughs> so Kenny and Evans killed McSween and four of his men. Uh, Kenny and Evans looted McSween's store afterwards, though. Of course. Well, you waste not, want not. So they joined forces with John Selman, who later killed John Wesley Harden. Oh, shit. Uh, they went on a looting, killing, and raping spree. God damn it. Jesus Christ. Are these guys fucking bushwhackers? <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, I'm always the one that kind of airs on the side, like, oh, the Wild West wasn't as wild as we make it out to be in movies and TV, and then we read shit like this, like, oh, yeah, they raped the entire state and stole everything. <laughs> And then killed everyone. Okay. And then they became a lawyer or whatever, yeah, right. opened a saloon. Yeah. Opened a, a gelato shop right. for kids. So Kenny eventually goes back to El Paso, but the sheriff there wasn't reelected by the Tejanos because he was part of all the people killing him over the salt. No. Uh, also, Curly Bill, he digs out of prison. This like, time he, like a fucking badger? Yep. He didn't have a ladder. It's so. Fantastic eight, 1800s dirt floor fucking... Yeah, straight up Bugs yep. Bunny. I'm going to Albuquerque. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> uh, so he probably gets out with help from Sherman McMasters, who was a cowboy and switched sides during when Wyatt gets his vendetta ride Oh, going. yeah. Well, McMasters, I think that's... In the movie, that's the guy who gets drugged to death. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I don't think he Like behind did. a horse or pills? Yeah, but behind a horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> they didn't have any I guess they did have drugs kind of but it was easier to get drugged behind a horse if you gotcha. wanted to die a grizzly death sure so they all figure they should go to Arizona because there's even less law there oh good <laughs> too, too much law here yeah. I'm just real tired of this it this oppressive one law <laughs> <laughs> which is don't, don't shoot in town or right. something yeah. <laughs> this aggression will not stand man <laughs> So later, the Cowboys would get to kill about 35 guys. Oh, good. That's a low estimation. And steal thousands of horses and cows from Mexico, mostly. And then sell it back to the army, which right. they didn't have a problem doing. How the West was fucked will be right back. Hi, this is Snake Bliskin for Snake Bliskin's Kickin' Stack Oil Elixir and Pink Windower. You know, when I'm busy escaping New York, and I need my constitution revitalized. I take me some of my kicking snake oil. It combines several of the world's deadliest vipers and some of Colombia's finest cocaine, added with a splash of my secret mix of herbs and spices and laudanum. And voila, it's Snake Pliskin's kicking snake oil. Heck, it even prevents metric bombs from going off in your heart if you don't rescue the president. Try Snake Pliskin's kicking snake oil elixir today. It'll help you. Escape. Now to the herbs, though. 
White Earp's father was Nick. They have two kids in Kentucky, James and Virgil. Nick Earp. Nick Earp. Huh. That's just not a name you really think of being very 1800s-y. Well, Nicholas. I guess, but just, yeah, I don't know. Then they moved to Illinois. Then the Mexican-American War breaks out. Uh, Nick went to serve as a 33-year-old first sergeant. Oh. Then he gets kicked in the groin by a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Stories from your friends next door. They never told. So uh, he was sent home after that, though. But his dick must have worked a little bit, because White was born in 1848. <laughs> Honey, I feel my dick is broken. Yeah, he was just <laughs> reaching to scoop out some semen and just kind of fling it now with that, his hand. Now that you can just open a flap on your yeah, nutsack pretty, and pretty much. scoop out the shit. I'm picturing it a lot like, you know, pretty much like reaching into a container of yogurt and just yeah. kind of flicking it. Well, you just take a dollop and you just... Ugh. Right. Bink, bink, bink on the side sp- of the spackle, vagina. Spackle it in there. <laughs> right. So White was born in 1848. Uh, White was named after Nick's commander during the war, White Barry Stapp. Any relation to Scott Stapp of uh, Creed? Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not, it's, I think it's Staff, but PH. Not uh, Stapp. No, it's Stapp. It's just. Scott Stapp? This is just Stapp. No, staff I, I, infection. Yeah, yeah. Staff, I, I'm pretty staff sure staff Scott Stapp is Sta- Scott Staff. I ran into a guy that said he's related to Wild Bill Hickok yesterday. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. He did a, ge- a genealogy thing. Yeah, he was an adopted kid and he found out his. Birth father's last name was Hickok. Awesome. Yeah. So Nick doesn't get compensation for his crush, crushed nuts. <laughs> I'm sorry, they have to be severed in order for us to... Uh, Give me those scissors. Yours are merely uh, turned into a paste. Let me see the scissors. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't get any free land for serving either. Because he must have left too early. But he did join the gold rush in 1849, but only has got as far as Iowa. Uh, there they gave birth to Morgan and Warren. Like then they moved back to once? Illinois. Yep. Were they twins? No. Oh. Well, they're, if they're Irish, they'd be nine months apart. So. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Nick becomes constable there in uh, Illinois. So Nick ignored the town's uh, ban and the church's ban on liquor. I but- am the law. <laughs> yeah. I am the liquor. I am the liquor and the law. <laughs> but it was actually still legal if it was a medicine, though. Oh, well, yeah. So Nick's friend opened a drugstore. That was just, in reality, a bar. <laughs> liquor store. <laughs> so Nick provided protection for a share of the profits. Uh, Nick and his brother were charged for violating liquor laws. He couldn't pay the fines, and the house was seized and sold at auction. Oh, so that's, Nick, a little, that's a little severe. So Nick moves his family back to Iowa. So this is a common theme with herbs. So you get in I was going to say, they're like kind of walking the line of like lawman oh, and fucking no, lawless they're, nonsense. They're flat out criminals. Yeah. We'll get to that. Oh, no. Holy make no shit. mistake. Like, it's been some bullshit. We're like, oh, like lawman. Yeah, kind of. Like that one Technically, or, once, had the, or once or twice. Had the title of lawman. Yeah. Yes. And and pimps, too. They're a lot mostly of, pimps. Of, yeah, you're gonna, oh, super. We're running a lot of pimping here very shortly. That's what I need to. We need to make shirts with just like a you know fucking white herb on the front. It yeah. just says "Big Pimpin'. Right. Yeah. Big Pimpin', spread and fleas, Ew. which they also had in the 1800s. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you seen the herbs mustaches? Like, that's a <laughs> that's a flea that's rim. a flea terrarium. I will say. <laughs> I will say. There's pictures of the three brothers. Is that the three brothers? There? Yeah. Okay. So Wyatt, Morgan, and Virgil. So like the the picture white herb. He actually looks pretty fucking close to Kurt Russell in yeah. Tombstone. Oh yeah. Like they got the look fucking down. Well, where's fucked is like uh, the Doc Holiday though. 
he like actually uh, what's his fuck uh, you know Kyle Reese from Terminator that ends up playing Johnny Ringo. Yeah, looks more like fucking Doc Holliday oh, than Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer, but Val Kilmer, like... you know, killed it. You know, he was awesome. Clear, yeah, but absolutely. He, he looks nothing. Absolutely, like nothing Doc Holliday. Like other than the like, even the shitty little mustache they gave him isn't adequate. No, you know, but he's all sweaty and tuberculosis, so that yeah. that's what sells it. There you mm-hmm. go. And, and uh, drunk as fuck. You bet. Yep. And he stayed in character the whole movie. Well, I guess we'll get to that later. Oh. Uh, Virgil was 18 by 1861. He elopes with Ellen Risedim, and they have a daughter. Oh, good. Then he signs up for the war uh, with his brothers Jim and Newton. Which war? The, the, the civil one. The civil one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not the uncivil one. Mm. Yeah. So Ellen's parents uh, persuaded Ellen that Virgil died during the war. What? Because they didn't like him. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Yeah, that's fucking mean. <laughs> that's fucked, that's fucked <laughs> up. So, oh, sweetie, he's dead. Yep. So she remarries. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, God. They later moved to Washington, and Virgil didn't see his daughter again for another 35 years. Oh. Holy shit. But they hook up later. Oh. Gross. Not hook up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 1864, Nick moves the family to California. Yep. Uh, along the way, brother Jim left and went to a mining camp of uh, Austin, Nevada. Became a gambler and saloon keeper. Uh, Nick and the family settled in San Berdu, though. They meet up with Mr. Drysdale, and he gets him like a mansion. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Cool. Uh, Virgil joined him in 1866. Sonny Barger and the Hell's Angels and Hunter Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, uh, Frank Zappa, a song about San Berdu, and a Vandal song about San Berdu. I know the, the Vandals one. I don't know what was the one you were just. We we're just listening to Montana by Frank Zappa. It's where they you grow dental floss in Montana. Yep. Mm-hmm. What? It's Frank Zappa. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could you imagine if that guy did drugs or drank? How fucking weird he would be. Uh, well, mm-hmm. they'd be up there with like Weird Al. Probably normalize him. Yeah. <laughs> Become like a knock him, knock him down a peg. Right. <laughs> so Virgil joins him out there in 1866. Uh, he and White haul freight to Prescott, Arizona, from uh, San Bernardino. I think I've been to Prescott. It sounds familiar. Yeah, I think it's, what, a little westish of Phoenix there. Right. Uh, 1868, Nick moved again, this time to Lamar, Missouri. Goddamn, they're moving a lot for the middle 1800s. This is what I'm saying, man. In a lot of these stories, I'm like, fuck, dude. I know people nowadays that have cars and shit that don't get around that much. Well, that's mm-hmm. the thing is, meanwhile, there's like other motherfuckers with their double-decker stupid wagons, wagons dying <laughs> in the, the stove. snow. Yeah. These motherfuckers just trotting all around the fucking yeah. joint, you know. So, uh, Lamar, Missouri was also the birthplace of Harry S. Truman. Ooh. He probably wasn't born until later, though. I would hope. <laughs> Uh, Nick becomes Justice of the Peace, and Wyatt the Constable in town there. Ooh, no nepotism there. Nope. Uh, shortly after, Wyatt marries Urilla Sutherland. Okay. Uh, in 1870, she later died either of childbirth of typhus or typhus. What I read was she died of typhoid fever right before she was going to have a baby. Oh. Uh, either way, uh, her brothers blamed Wyatt, and they had a bloody fight out in the street with his brothers, too. You gave my sister typhus? What? Okay. <laughs> well, Harry S. Truman was born May 4... Sorry, May 8th, uh, 1884. Oh, well. oh, that's only 10 years after. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. Well, I mean, Wyatt was alive until the 1920s, so... Mm-hmm. Actually, and then 1871, Wyatt suddenly leaves town. He was charged with embezzling $200 from the fees he collected as constable. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Indian Territory. 
where he, he mostly claims that what he shot buffaloes, but mostly he's pimping. Yeah, he's claiming he shot. But well, there's a bunch of like he got arrested like a bunch, mm-hmm. and that's all on the record. But he claims a lot of time, like in his own like autobiography, he's like, "Oh yeah, I was totally hunting buffalo at that time, <laughs> not getting arrested for whoring out people and you know." That's that's like one the, of which was what is like sixteen year old cousin or whatever. Oh yeah, we're getting okay. Oh fuck. No, he was he was pimping and having a relationship oh, with, that's... with somebody, and then oh, they the, had a sixteen year old daughter, and they take off. The cousin is a daughter. Doc Holiday thing. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> hard to keep track of. Uh, it's like fucking ten people. Yeah, yeah. in the Wild West, and they're all just banging, and they're all related <laughs> and all, banging. Yeah, and probably <laughs> killing each other. Shit, dude. Uh, oh, this is uh, May 3rd, 1871. Actually, he gets arrested for horse stealing. He gets thrown in jail in Van Buren, Arkansas. But That's because uh, Fort Smith hadn't been opened yet. Right. That's but, like the number one crime, too, in the Wild West. Number two crime would be not wearing a hat. Yep, mm-hmm. And then killing the wrong horse. person would be number three. But the thing is, and Wyatt opted out of waiting around for his court date, so he just climbed, climbed through the ceiling of the jail and went, went away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Some kind of fucked up Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> also during that time, Nick Earp falls into debt, and so he leaves Missouri. Uh, Virgil went to Illinois and later was joined by Wyatt and Morgan. They're just globetrotting. They're also runaway artists. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh no, I'm in debt. Run away. Well, yeah. Or, you know. I'm, I got in trouble. I'm Retreat. Horrible amounts of malfeasance at my job. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just leave the state. Yeah. So there he and Morgan were arrested for, quote, keeping and being found in a house of ill fame. They're both fined each $44.55. For running a whorehouse? Running and living at a whorehouse, yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, both couldn't pay, so they sat in jail for a while. Yeah, the judge oh. The judge even said, like, uh, since they can't pay, they got to cool their heels in the calaboose. It's the second <laughs> time I saw the Riding along in my calaboose. Still trying to get her belt to lose. Awesome. They've been in there. We've been in here for 25 minutes already. we yep. got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Give me that shovel. Yep, so they must have got out at some point because Wyatt was rearrested for pimping on a riverboat. <laughs> I thought he was going to, like, skirt the law by, you know, international waters. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's a river, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is where he gets arrested with Sarah Earp because the ladies would just take the, the guy's last name even though they weren't married. Right. That was uh, his uh, girlfriend, Jane's 17-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. <sighs> After this arrest, the Earp boys leave Peoria for good. Uh, yeah, I think they'd probably worn out a bit of their welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where they went is unclear. Wyatt said they went to Kansas to hunt buffalo again. And yeah. We were else- hunting buffalo. Big quotes. Yeah. Big quotes. Big quotes. Uh, also, they joined that posse to hunt the serial killer family that we talked about before, the Benders. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the, the German immigrant family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With the, with well, the not suspicious at all sheet <laughs> with the bloodstains on it. <laughs> Uh, 1873, Virgil was in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Uh, a cabin burst into flames, and a witness blamed Virgil, even though the witness was shit-faced drunk. Does he have, like, fire starter abilities, or, like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's like Virgil just, like, he spontaneously combusting shit with his eyes. He scared my door till it went up in flames. <laughs> He's a wheel- warlock. <laughs> uh, he was arrested and convicted. But the judge, for some reason, granted another trial. He didn't want to get the courtroom set on fire with mm-hmm. his steely gaze. <laughs> but it must have been dismissed because uh, Virgil was later shot by a prostitute named Wild Madge. Mm. Wild Madge? Wild Madge. It's like a, it sounds like a fucking D&D. Po- or a Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Park, yeah. A Wild Madge, Madge appears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but the wound must have not been serious, though. He was also arrested for operating a legal saloon, just like his dad. His family, uh, family definitely has a family trade. I kind of want uh, them all to get kicked in the nuts by a mule now. kind of, well, we'll get around to it. But in Council Bluff, Virgil meets Elvira Ali Sullivan, who yes. would become his common-law wife for the rest of their lives. All right. So gotta they're starting to settle named, down a little bit. Gotta love a girl named Elvira. Yep. Mm-hmm. But in spring 1875, Virgil falls in with some card sharps and con men, John Bull and Doc Bags. Oh, Doc, yeah, we talked about those guys. Doc Bags. Doc Bags, that's right. <laughs> Uh, John Bull knew Mark Twain in Virginia City, Nevada. John Bull played a practical joke on Twain by putting on a mask and robbing him at gunpoint, which is just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you should have seen the look on your fucking face. I thought it, well, I mean, that one's fine. I thought you were going to say some shit like, you know, put a fucking rattlesnake in his boot or crotch or something. Well, also, uh, like, put on a mask and, like, I would not fuck... For fun, rob somebody at gunpoint in this era. Everybody's strapped. Like, you're going to get fucking shot, dude. Well, yeah, but you're also going to get shot, like, eating a lollipop or (laughs) reading a book or taking a dump or whatever you're going to do. You're going to get shot. Yeah, you just have less chances if you're not actively robbing someone with a gun in their face. Well, at least least you already have your gun out (laughs) when you're doing that. I guess. But he uh, he returns the money two days later. Two days later? Mm -hmm. That's all of it. Hey, Ugh. it's missing like $48. Interest. Yeah. Uh, John Bull later shoots his partner, Langford Farmer Peel, in the streets of Helena, Montana, in oh, no. one of their more famous gun fights. Uh, Doc Beggs also sold, sold phony gold bars to people, which I'm sure it was just lead spray-painted yeah. gold. Well, didn't Yeah, because we? they had, totally had spray paint back then. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about, didn't we talk about the family that was counterfeiting Yeah, gold I think that shit? was the Idaho one. Yeah. That was the Idaho one. That was the, yeah. the Splons. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, that's such a gross word still. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that shit. Yeah. Splat. Also when I was in Idaho, we drove by Ruby Ridge. We oh, didn't go up to it cuz there was still snow, but we poured a 40 out for Did I just read that Randy Weaver just died? I think. I don't know. I think he did. Let's look it up. That was a fucked up situation though. That good thing we don't have militia running around anymore. No. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, actually, isn't Especially that... Especially not around Idaho. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't... Yeah, as soon as you get into Bonner's Ferry, it's Trump country, big old sign. Yep. It's of like, course. okay, guys have come a long way. Oh, well, they, dude, still in Shelton, there's like everywhere. Oh, like, yeah. When I go back to Shelton... On the way out to Annie's dad's place, it's, it's just, just like, Trump 2020, no more bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's like what the, the flags say. <laughs> like, what? Is that like a promise? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> nope, nope, yeah, he, he passed away yesterday. Oh. At 74. It's too bad. Yeah. yeah, Randy Weaver was played by Randy Quaid, wasn't he? Yep. That's yep. fucking weird. And Randy Quaid, and Randy is, Quaid is, is arguably bas- more basically. unhinged than Randy <laughs> Weaver. <laughs> Throw in some Bogrites and you got yep. a trifecta there. <laughs> yeah. Who also came up with, he started all the conspiracy theories about the PI, POW, MIA people in a Vietnam. A lot of that, yeah. yeah. Also kind Good of times. a lot of dalliances with... Uh, white nationalism and mm-hmm. but yet they have him on CNN and Fox News all the time cuz he's a great brains. Mm-hmm. That's who they Well, that's he claims Rambo was modeled after him. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I know who you're talking well, about. We all know it was actually Steven Seagal. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, Virgil also gets arrested with dog bags. Doc bags, not dog bags. Dog bags. Uh, they were fleecing a guy in a card game. He had to oh. pay a $50 fine and serve 15 days in jail. 
But after that, Allie keeps him out of trouble in Council Bluffs. Jim Earp, he doesn't get uh, much press, but he was also in trouble in Deer Lodge, Montana. Oh, I've been to Deer Lodge many, many times. Mm-hmm. It's where they have the prison museum thing. Oh, yeah, we talked about that a while prison ago. Prison car museum. The hundred or something. zillion dollar And it's near the bar. confluence of the... No, that's a different area. Oh. But it's near the confluence of the... It's the, or the headwaters of the Missouri. It's not too far from there. So he got arrested for burglary. He gets in a fight at a bordello, and he escapes jail. These guys are just keeping it classy all the way around. Uh, he escapes jail by cutting through the floor into the outhouse. Yes. Oh, out that gross. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Andy Dufresne, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually, um, I was picturing more of your uh, uh, ass oh, Zombie ass toilet yeah, of the yeah. dead. Uh, he was recaptured, but uh, he gets off somehow. Because they didn't want to touch him because he was covered in feces. <laughs> so he goes to Salt Lake City. Oh, great. Where he attempts to seduce a Mormon's uh, man's wife. Ooh, look <laughs> out. like, come on, buddy, you got nine wow. extra. This is, you want to die because that's oh, how you die. No. He's like, I like a challenge. He's like uh, the last guy that cut my catalytic converter off. It's like, ooh, go, a challenge. Let's go up to the mountain meadows here. And, yeah. uh, so he flees town again. So he's fleeing, and along the way, he meets a guy named Ed Bennett, and he rides with him for a little while. And then he eats him. Uh, then he looks back and sees the Mormon man who he tried to seduce his wife. Oh, shit. With his brothers. I hope it wasn't the I'm, Avenging Angel. What's his fucking name? Oh, uh, uh, Porter, Porter Rockwell. Porter, Porter Rockwell. Rockwell. It's just like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he <laughs> bunch of whistling. He, he wouldn't have made it. <laughs> it's a bunch of whistling, whittling kids, like, following Oh, God. Him. Well, I was more picturing, like, uh, uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, when, like, the guy's like, oh yeah, just char- charging the guys like, dun, 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 you know, yeah. he's like running in the same spot for twenty, 20 times, times, yeah, and then he just shows up, him, picturing pretty much like Brigham Young, like doing that. <laughs> but. So uh, Jim just goes up the hill and hides when he sees these guys coming after him, like and leaves the guy. Just goes like, if I if I can't see you, you can't see me. Cover my eyes. Yep. we're good. And of course, the Mormons, uh, Mormon brothers, uh, filled Ed Bennett with lead. We are mistaken the Mormon him for brothers. Don't get along <laughs> with us. <others. laughs> so he gets a guy killed. Damn, dude! And they don't get him. Nope. What the fuck? Okay, uh, wait. What? The Mormon guys are like just icing people. Have you not paid attention to any know, of the shit we've talked about? I the know, Mormons. I know. I just. God damn it. Mormons are not to be fucked with. I know, but Jesus. Uh, so Jim and Virgil go to Wichita uh, to open a bordello there. <laughs> the last seven <laughs> bordellos have worked out so good. <laughs> Every time it did, it's so good. Uh, later, Wyatt shows up and becomes a policeman and shows probably up, was still pimping at the of same course. time, too. Yeah. It's, but, the, it's the fucking wire or, like you know, some kind of dirty cut of shield or whatever, you know. So he does a good job at policing, though, even though he almost shoots himself when the gun dropped out of his pocket. <laughs> so from then on, he would only put five bullets in his gun like a smart person. That's actually pretty common back in the day. Yeah. Keep it on an empty chamber because then when you actually go to cock it, you know, it'll advance one with a round in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you, you said- You don't you, blow your own dick off. Yeah, you won't blow your dick off or yeah. shoot your kneecap into oblivion or whatever. Uh, Morgan also comes to Wichita later. Uh, he gets in a fight with somebody. With a pimp. Or a prostitute or... Somebody. Just somebody. And he shot him. I want to say it's a music teacher. He gets in a fight with a music teacher. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, What was the last... uh, Oh, no. I think that's coming up. What? One of the Earps getting in a fight with a music teacher. Oh, does that happen? Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
Awesome. It, it sounded familiar, but I think it's coming Fuck up, you, Miss Jenkins. I'm not playing this recorder anymore. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, there's no such thing as high school in this era, so no. it's, a, it's a middle school music teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You you grade out at like eighth. Well, just it, it's just they hand you a harmonica and call it a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he shoots somebody. It grazes his cheek and takes off an ear, so he was never arrested because yeah, it only he, took off an ear. Actually, you hurt him that bad. <laughs> He still has an ear he can hear with. It's mm-hmm. fine. So in April 1876, Mike Meager ran for town marshal. Uh, his opponent, William Smith, spread rumors that Meager planned to have the Earp Boys as deputies, which is kind of a, uh, a slam because they're all pimps. Yeah. Uh, this pissed off Wyatt. Uh, Meager ordered him to stay away from Smith, though. One night, Wyatt ran into Smith and gave him a sound thrashing. Uh, Meager arrests Wyatt even though he was his deputy, fined him $30 and fired him from the police force. Okay. Then Wyatt moves to Dodge City as assistant city marshal under Charlie Bassett. So just failing upwards the entire time. Right. Oh, I'm resigning disgrace. Uh, How about let's get a different marshal job? Mm -hmm. Actually, I was going to say, oh, that's so fucked up how it used to be like that. And now I think about all these cops that like yeah. you get in trouble shoot somebody you get in trouble here get hired in the they different just, jurisdiction yeah, yeah they, they kick you down to fucking somewhere in Oregon and you work there so, now mm-hmm. I'm so glad that it's a better time things have changed yeah. and for the better uh, last couple of days I've been watching like Dragnet nonstop from the 60s one. Oh, nice and it's they're dealing with the same <laughs> stuff we're dealing with now. Awesome. It's awesome to hear Joe Friday's like, well, I guess there's a few bad apples, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have rules to enforce. Uh, so, uh, White moves to Dodge City. Uh, the other deputies there were Morgan and Bat Masterson. But in the summer, he goes to Deadwood with Morgan, and they sell firewood. Yep. Well, they bought. They had bought a bunch of already cut trees from a guy. Okay. They were they were trying to get some mining uh, claims, but they were all snapped up. Like yeah. there was none available. Yep. And they actually kind of show that in Deadwood, but they also allude to, like, they were thinking about maybe wanting to be the marshals in Deadwood, and like they even talk about shooting Seth Bullock in the show. I don't think that actually went down, but oh, that's the other thing about uh, the movie Tombstone has Trixie the whore. As one of the wives. Oh, yeah. I forget which one, but... I oh, one of the Earp brothers' uh, wives? Yep. Yep. Even though I don't think she had any lines or no. maybe one or two. She'd start screaming when Morgan gets shot. So, uh, back, next year, they're back in Dodge City. Uh, April 9th, 1878, drunken cowboy shot and killed uh, City Marshal Ed Masterson, Bat's oh. brother. And oh, yeah, that's right. That's when he started on fire because they shot him Yeah, so Yeah, close. yeah, yeah. Smoldering jacket. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and Eddie Foy had to dodge... Bullets or something, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie Foy, the well, 1800s actually, comedian. Who fucking shot him? Uh, we talked about that. That's... Ben. No. Fuck. It was, it was somebody. It was, yeah. it was like, it was one of the episodes where the guy just had a normal ass name. It was like Ben Smith or some shit. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, then Jim Masterson, like, yeah, croaks and then. I think Eddie Foy, his uh, son or grandson, had like a career in the movies. Oh, we yeah. talked. We talked yeah. about it because he 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 would do his. Uh, it was his son and his grandson. Um, they were all. It was like a long line of comedians, but yeah. they would have. Uh, they would do his Eddie Foy's uh, routine called like the the Seven Little Foy's or whatever. And it's probably and it's like him and his fucking probably kid, all in kids. blackface. Uh, I, I couldn't find a video of it, but like they, it was in some films and shit back in like the like silent film era. I'm sure, there's some kind of fucking breakfast at Tiffany's horrific 
yeah, yeah, like, yeah. shit that Asian didn't age well. Guy, you know, <laughs> right? But it's like it's like you know whatever Eddie Foy's son, and then he his like he has like seven or six kids, I think, or maybe it's him and his yeah. wife and five kids or something like that. But yeah, the seven little foys, and they do this like whole that fucking also family sounds routine. like some D and D shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. But ugh. so well, yeah, he's always touring with uh, Tony Poltroon, <laughs> <laughs> the insult magician. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a few months later, July 26, George Hoy, not related to Eddie Foy. I remember having some confusion over that. Mm-hmm. He shoots up the town. Uh, one bullet went through a dance hall. Mainline in that town, shooting up the whole damn town. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Wyatt and Jim Masterson, another one of Bats Brothers, uh, they come a-running, and George Hoy shoots at them. Uh, they fired back, and uh, Wyatt hits Hoy in the arm. Other cowboys open up on the policemen, and they take off out of town. Uh, Hoy rides out of town too, but he fell off his horse when crossing the bridge and was captured. Three weeks later, Hoy dies, and that is White Earp's first kill. Wow! Three weeks later, he died oh, yep. from injuries. Fucking, I'm sure gangrene. And oh, I just thought maybe like they captured him, so like they just got him tied to a bed with like a vice on and his head, sh- and they just cranked the vice tighter like once a day and just until his head pops. No, nah, they're just smearing poops into his <laughs> arm his wounds. Wound, yeah. Uh, September 1878, Ed Colburn, he's the city attorney there in Dodge City, he told a story of Clay Allison being in town. Holy and, shit, this is like a who's who of oh, everything we've ever fucking done. A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. So uh, it, the story goes that he was put up to assassinate Earp and the Mastersons uh, by a, a rival gang there. So uh, Clay Allison sits on his horse cursing everybody, including Earp and Masterson. Yeah, trying to probably get them to throw down or something. Mm-hmm. Crazy Russian did he get naked this time? He should have. That was part of his charm, yeah. if, if you yeah. recall. This this is Dodge City. Was this where the the um, uh, the fucking Long. sheriff was like that big fat dude? Uh, yeah, later yeah. on. Okay, okay. Well, that's yeah. also like uh, Wild Bill was here. I think that's the Long Branch Saloon, right? Yep. Yeah. And actually, is the bu- the bull dick whenever the bull's head? Yep. The bull's head is there too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bull dick. Erp and Jim Masterson stand their ground and didn't take up the matter and they just took the abuse the attorney wondered why they didn't do anything because it's fucking clay ellison who is pretty goddamn notorious yeah, come on he's what, already well known at this well, point let's talk about like you know like, let's have a knife fight in our own grave yeah yeah, yeah and then exactly. let me get naked and piss on your corpse mm-hmm. and yeah I'm, I'm not trying to fuck with clay ellison <laughs> I'm, let me chop off your fucking head and impale it on the fence yeah i don't yeah. care if you are wired or if you don't fuck with clay ellison no but he goes up to his office, and there he sees Bat Masterson there with a gun trained on Clay Ellison just in case he made a move. So that's why they didn't fuck with him. Yeah. They had him already covered. Ooh. That's that's the story anyway. Well, Who knows if it's actually true. Uh, October 4th, 1878, a cattle driver named James Kennedy, he fired into a house. Just he, for shits and grins? Well, he meant to kill an enemy sleeping there. I think that was the mayor. Or, fucking go in there. <laughs> I'll probably hit him. Shoot him through the fucking wall. But it killed the popular actress, Dora Hand. Oh, no. Uh, That's why you go in there. Yeah. Uh, So Wyatt and Jim Masterson soon figured out it was Kendi. He was loitering in a saloon. Uh, Kendi's dad was also a powerful cattle baron in Texas. So Kendi floods on, uh, flees his on horse back to Texas. So Bat and Wyatt and others uh, go out to capture him. Okay. So they get ahead of Kennedy and ambush him at a river crossing. Uh, Kennedy ignored their commands to throw up his hands, and Wyatt and Bat opened up, killed his horse, and wounded Kennedy in the shoulder. 
But uh, Kennedy survived and gets off with uh, help from Daddy's money there. Oh, great. Fuck. Mm. So in Dodge, Wyatt becomes friends with Doc Holliday. Uh, he said he f- saved his life one time. That's why he was yeah. friends, because nobody else could stand him, because he was a rotten-ass well, drunk. Well, do you know the, the you know, what he claims happened? I, I heard a couple of different he stories. He was, like, basically, like, basically he had, like, five dudes aiming guns at him, but mm-hmm. then, like, Doc, like, comes up behind one of the guys and, like, you know, puts a gun up to his head and, like, drop your shit or also blow this guy's head off. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's like basically a, Wyatt Earp had five guys pointing guns at him. He would have been dead as fuck. Yeah. But Doc, who didn't really know him, still kind of like still pulled, a gun, pulled a gun on okay. one of the guys and caused the rest of them to put their shit down. And the Earp family are all uh, Wookies, so now he has a life dead. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they watch some sort of weird pornography on their iPad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like the Christmas oh, yeah, episode yeah. of with Star Wars. Oh, yeah. With Lump, oh, shit. Lumpy and the Life Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars holiday special. Yes. Also in Dodge, uh, White begins dating a young prostitute named Maddie Blaylock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in 77, Nick moves the family back to San Berdu. It, wait, is that is that where uh, Pearl Jam got their first band name? Wasn't it like Mookie Blaylock? Oh, it was a basketball player. What? <laughs> what, the prostitute? No, Mookie Blaylock was a basketball player. And I thought pro- that was a band. That was, that was like that was Pearl, Pearl Jam's, Jam's first, first band, yeah. right? Okay. Okay. And then they went on to ruin music for the rest of time. <laughs> fuck, fuck Pearl Jam. Finally, you figure it out. It's like, oh, they're talking about cum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, have you ever seen um, <laughs> uh, the uh, fucking The Quest for Festeroo? No. It's a mockumentary made by National Lampoons, Uncle, or put out by National Lampoons. Uncle Fester Kangaroo. Yeah. No, it's called, um, uh, what's the name of the band? It's uh, Electric Apricot, the quest for Festeroo. It's about- it's oh, is a that the Les mocu- Claypool one? Mockumentary about this like hippie jam band, oh. and Les Claypool's the drummer. And, uh, Makes sense. He's like, oh, we're trying to come up with a band name, and I was like, Pearl Jam, that's such a great band name. And well, one day it hit me, it was like, Pearl Lesson Jam. They're, they're talking about semen. They're talking about semen. <laughs> Excellent, okay. but he his whole his job uh, outside of playing in the shitty band is like uh he like blows uh he blows glass he makes like pipe like weed pipes and butt plugs that tracks yeah what if he makes them up uh oh <laughs> no you get the multi purpose this weed no. tastes like shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm still mad at Pearl Jam for being in the, the singles movie when it should have been Mud Honey because they used their song oh yeah yeah. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Mud Honey wasn't as photogenic, I guess. No, they're all ugly. Pearl Jam's not photogenic. <laughs> no, not particularly. Fuck those guys. Should have just had fucking Tad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, well, Tad would take up one seat in, yeah. the, in, the, in the scene. Anyway. Uh, so in 77, they moved to, back to San Berdu. Uh, along the way, Virgil takes a job in Prescott, Arizona, and then becomes the police officer there. Uh, so Dodge was kind of beginning to settle down as a, and become a respectable community. So you Can't stay there. Nope. They got like an HOA and shit. You got to get fucking moving. <laughs> <laughs> so September 1879, White quits to move to Arizona. Yeah. Where he's going to run a stage line in Tombstone. Which if you thought Arizona was a lawless hellhole today, holy fuck. In the 1870s, you kidding me? Some naked men walking out of the desert. Just, oh, yeah. And, like, you know, the distinct lack of any kind of air conditioning on your horse. Yeah. Or, or anywhere. <laughs> so, in 
So also Doc and Big Nose Kate go along too. Yeah, the gang's all here. Mm-hmm. By 1879, there's probably close to 200 people in the cowboy gang, though. It's a lot of, I mean, that's more an army than a gang at that mm-hmm. point. Didn't really have any real leaders, though, but Bob Martin and Curly Bill were kind of the closest thing to leaders. Uh, they didn't wear red sashes like the movie, though. They didn't? They didn't. Yeah. Fucking lied to. It's because that shit's wow. expensive. You yeah. gotta. Yeah, red Red was a hard color to make, right? I, I don't think so, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, they might have had rattlesnake hat bands to tell them apart, Ooh. though. Which is even cooler. Yeah. A little more hard to get. Probably. Well, I mean, easy to get, but a little more... Uh, Risky, I guess. Yeah. But they equally stole Mexican cattle and sold them to Americans, and stole American cattle and sold them to Mexicans. Oh, so equal opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. A whole two customs agents uh, guarded the whole border there, so they should have built that wall a long time ago. Oh, Fuck. shit. <laughs> also, the Posse Comitatus Act in no, 1878 no. forbid the Army in helping enforce uh, law enforcement. So they just stand there and watch all things go to shit. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, basically, that act was to end uh, Reconstruction in the South. Oh, yeah. But it kind of hamstrung uh, if you wanted to arrest anybody out West, though, because yeah. you didn't have sheriffs or anything like that. Oh. Uh, so the Clintons were part of the Kinney chain of dumping off stolen stock. Uh, they were friends with Frank and Tom McClory, who did the same. Most of the cowboys lived in the San Simon Valley. Between 1878 and 1880, the customs official guessed more than 9,000 cattle were smuggled from Mexico into the San Simon Valley. That's a couple fucking cattle. That's a lot of fucking work to do crime. Well, I mean, cows kind of move themselves. Sure. It's not like you have to stick them under the seat of your car or something. Right. So they would alter the brands. Uh, They dipped a horse blanket in water. They would heat up a frying pan. And then put it on the wet blanket onto the brand. So basically it would scald off all the hair. So you'd uh, have a, a cow with a bald spot for a couple of months. That's stupid. Okay. Then they would put a new brand on it when the hair grew back. That's a lot of work too. Unless they provide the cow with a merkin well, or something. I know we're going to get here at a certain point when uh, I think it was, some, it was the Clantons or the McLowrys were stealing government mules. And they just like changed the U.S. brand to like 08. They just like oh, put a put clever. a top on the top on the U and like closed off the S and made it into an eight. Oh, okay. That's not obvious at all. Yeah, no fucking, shit. Fucking criminal masterminds over here. <laughs> so tombstone, uh, tombstone that sprang up in 1879. Also, the worst brand of pizza ever. I don't know. Tombstone's there, there's worse. Jack's is pretty bad. Oh yeah. Jack's is real bad. Actually, Tony's is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather have Tombstone than Tony's for sure. Yeah, me too. Or like, there's one that's like, uh, it's like, you know, certified organic, gluten free, made out of the crust is made out of cauliflower or oh, something. Fuck you, dude. No, get out. It's no, fucking it's, garbage. Get out now. Absolute fucking garbage. Fuck you. That's not pizza. No. You fuck yourself if you call that pizza. It's a it's a frisbee pretending to be pizza. Yeah, it's <laughs> circle of garbage. So Ed Schieflin, he was a prospector uh, who was told by uh, some some stories it was Al Sieber. Uh, oh. What he left is like, uh, there's so many Apache attacks out there. All you'll find out there is your tombstone. So that's why he named it that. I was uh, about to ask why the fuck it was named Tombstone. Okay. Yep. And wow. He, and like the rumor is that was L. Sieber mm-hmm. saying that. You remember L. Sieber, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Cool. But within a year, it would have more than 2,000 people living there in the Yeah, in the that'll show there. you. I still love that they're the, t- the 
paper in town was called the Epitaph. Oh, there's mm-hmm. the Epitaph and the Nugget. Nugget, yeah. Yep. Out on Tough Nut Street. <laughs> Is that real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had the Tough Nut Mine. They called that out because it took them a while to find the vein of ore there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Johnny Ringo shows up in Arizona about that time. Why, Johnny Ringo. Somebody just walked over your grave. He fights in the Mason County War in Texas. Not the one in here right. in Shelton. No. Mason County. <laughs> That's uh, still ongoing. Really yeah, all right. Uh, he killed one man there. Uh, then broke out of jail, but was still elected constable. What, Johnny Ringo? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how he did that. Same way fucking Big Pimp and Herb <laughs> keeps on getting... Break out of jail and then become the cop. The cop. Cool. <laughs> Uh, but he was nattily dressed, so people thought he was smart and went to college. Oh, because he had a nice suit? Yes. Yep. <laughs> but he was just as dumb as everybody else. That's like else. that fucking uh, the Anton Wood kid. It's like it's like people gasped when he walked in because he didn't look like a criminal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's yeah, like, yeah. what? <laughs> but He's look a, at his parents. He looks like a normal boy. Look at his parents. They're ugly yeah, as yeah, fuck. Yeah. He must be a criminal. Get that phrenologist in here. We'll yeah. figure this shit out. Oh, fuck. But uh, December 9th, 1879, he was drinking in Safford, Arizona. He uh, asked a guy named Lewis Hancock to take a shot with him. Hancock replied... Gotta be careful how you do that in the Mm -hmm. West. I only like beer. Uh Uh-oh. Them's fighting words. Take a shot of beer. Gotta gotta murder (laughs) this guy now. (laughs) So this pissed off Ringo, and he hit Hancock in the head with his pistol, and then shot him in the face. What the fuck, man? (laughs) What the fuck? No, I'm driving, man. I'm I'm good. Fuck fuck you. you. (laughs) (laughs) But it just grazed him, and it shot off his ear and ripped his neck. Again? <laughs> Didn't we just do this like 10 minutes ago? Grazed him and blew off his ear. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, you know, how, you know, a lot of people part their hair on one side. It was just part of your, your, your full look, you know. Yeah, you're totally. Well, now he has to part ear. his hair on that yeah. side. Mm-hmm. So Ringo was arrested and let go on bond. <laughs> and then they made him president. <laughs> but he failed to appear in court. He said he was shot in the foot and couldn't travel. Oh, so mm-hmm. the case was just dismissed. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you you need to show up to court. I look, man, I, I would I, love to trust <laughs> me, but I can't. I've been shot in the foot. Okay, we're just gonna throw this out then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to deal with this. Waste my time. So May twenty first, eighteen eighty, the Cowboys branched out into stage robbery. No, uh, between Shakespeare, New Mexico, and San Simon, a stage was stopped. Got to diversify. Uh, the bandits ordered the stage to stop with, uh, without any provocation. They opened fire. What, the stage or the bandits? The the bandits. Oh, damn it. I was hoping the stage was like fucking breaking. Not so today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one man died, but the driver shot. Uh, uh, oh, the driver must have been shot. I must have missed a couple of words there. <laughs> and uh, whipped the horses and they take off. Okay, so one guy died, Simon. driver got shot, and then they whipped the horses and they ran away. Okay, yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, we could cut all that up. They made it to San Simon. They told the authorities they were American, not Mexicans or Apache that robbed them. But no effort was made to look for them, probably because they were not Apache or Mexican. The main suspect was Charlie Williams, a friend of Curly Bill's. Williams was smitten with Lisa Lincoln, whose adopted father was F.W. Molitor. What? Molitor. Molitor. F.W. Molitor. Molitor. I, I heard Molitor, like, is it a Star Trek? <laughs> he ran the hotel in Shakespeare, New Mexico. Uh, of course, Lisa was 16, because this has to be creepy. Yeah. 
Williams had the idea that she would marry her adopted father. Huh? <laughs> what? Wait. Because the reason that she wouldn't go out with him is because he, he's drunk all the time. He just assumes that, well, you're going to marry your father then. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, okay. So June 1st, 1880, Williams was drinking, and Molitor uh, happened to walk by. Uh, Williams came up and asked if he had a gun. And he answered by shooting him in the torso. Yeah, and he said, everybody <laughs> yep. should carry a gun, he said. Uh, I carry three. Well, Molitor said that he didn't. So Williams then pulled his pistol and shot Molitor three times. Sure. And he died three days later. That'll show you for not carrying a gun. <laughs> See? Yeah. See, told you. Uh, Williams was arrested but let go on bond. Uh, he did return in a few weeks with a bullet in the leg, but he claims that it was an accident. Rumor was that he was shot over a fight over a mining claim. I think there's just so many bullets in the air at any given time, you're just going to pick up Catch some it. lead. Like, some yeah. But actually, he was shot by a man named Crittenden, who tried to arrest him as a suspect in the stage robbery. But Crittenden was also probably robbing a stagecoach in his capacity as a sheriff while he was pimping. And then they were both trying to sub-arrest each other while, while, while stealing yeah, cattle while from Mexico. Stealing cattle from Mexicans. <laughs> but the real story didn't come out right away because Crittenden died from a snake bite. Because, of course, he shit, fucking did. Shit, Oregon Trail in the house. <laughs> <No> shit. <laughs> what the fuck? So, July 12th, Joe Hill, Ike Clanton, and Johnny Ringo take about $2,000 worth of stolen cattle to the San Carlos Agency to sell. The agency refused to buy them, thinking that they were stolen. Most of the <laughs> thinking, time they did Thinking buy correctly. Them, uh, so the cowboys were forced to sell the cattle to uh, another guy for bargain bin prices. Oh, yeah. That, which pissed them off, they of course. Close out Longhorn sale. Mm-hmm. So they go to the town of Maxi. That probably doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they shoot it up. Uh, but Just because the ta- they're pissed because they had to sell their cows at a steep discount? <laughs> mm-hmm. But the town store owner threatened to shoot him, so they left for Safford and then shot up that town. Was the Fuck. store owner like some big Billy badass or just? <laughs> well, also, are they are they that fucking gang from the from the last horse porn book? Yeah, kind, pretty kinda. much. Just like going town to town, like murder everybody, steal everything, rape everybody, well, and leave. A, well, apparently they're terrified of the shopkeeper, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Picture uh, some actual like legit Kane, cowards, Kane Hodder, fucking oh, no. Leatherface, motherfucker. Yeah. something like they're actually fighting back. Like, That's yeah. not fair. Next town, boys. I only shoot unarmed guys, <laughs> yeah, or people that try to get me to do shots or whatever. Like, right? Do you have a gun? Yes, I do. Oh, All right, shit. good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so there in Safford, they force the bartender to some drinks at gunpoint, and then they stir their drinks with their gun barrels. <laughs> That's that's just lame. That, that is that so is, fucking lame. That is somebody trying to be like all tough and baller, and that's just kind of pathetic, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know like what kind of just spilling shit everywhere. You got yeah. like you know a seven pound fucking Remington, you know, like trying to. They also force a school teacher to dance because it has to be. These guys are yeah, that's <laughs> fucking lame. It's like some no, they like read comic books and we're like, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. You know what would make us be like real hard asses? Make the teacher dance. Ooh, look out! You know, but then the thing is, they'll like casually murder somebody later. Yeah. So, so in Mexico, while stealing livestock, uh, Curly Bill gets grazed in the head by a bullet in a gunfight with a posse trailing him. And his ear blown off. Yeah. Uh, of course, this would be the common theme over the years. The Mexican government would complain to the U.S. government to do something about all these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they named Bob Martin as their leader, as the leader of the Cowboys. 
Uh, Mexican authorities did capture Martin in Mexico, but he was let go from jail because he probably bribed his way out. And then they made him the fucking sheriff, I'm sure. Uh, the U.S. government told Arizona Governor John C. Fremont, Ooh, Ooh, that guy. who was old and didn't give a fuck at that time. I don't think he gave much of a fuck when he was not old either. But. Nope. Uh, he was told to do something about it. Uh, he said if the Posse Comitatus Act was repealed, he could take action, but He's not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the train finally came to southern Arizona. Ooh. Just one, though. Everybody stared at it all mm-hmm. day. October 4th, Curly Bill and some other guys were drunk and ran through the new town of San Simon, shooting it up. And everybody ran off the train, including the engineer. So Curly Bill boarded the train and tried to take it for a joyride. <laughs> then found out he didn't know what the fuck he was <laughs> right. doing. Well, I, I also like, oh no, we're being attacked. Jump off the, fuck it. Like, you know, give that bitch the spurs, you know, yeah. like, get out of there. You're in a mobile fortress, yeah. dude, go. Don't chase me on your little silly horse. Like, I'll fucking... But that was the thing. They didn't have the boiler hot enough to actually oh. move the train, so uh, Curly Bill couldn't take it for a joyride. Still a big metal box. Stay in the big metal box while the guys are shooting. Uh, October 24th, President Ruther B. Hayes, oh, no. he was going back from California, back east. He took the train to Tucson, but he had to take wagons part of the way to Uh-oh. New Mexico. This is going to end well. Mm-hmm. So it was a risky trip because there's still Apaches around. And there's just Mostly. everybody around. Everybody's an But the real asshole. danger was from the cowboys. Yeah, because everybody's an asshole. And Army got word that the cowboys were planning to stop the train at San Simon, maybe take the president as to get some... Uh, that's oh, a, shit, this is getting a, out of hand. That's a bold move. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, they sent word to Fort Bowie to for more armed guards, but the telegraph didn't go through because either the line was down or cut. Oh, we're shit. sorry. <laughs> So the president's guys asked civilian volunteers to guard the president. Well, yeah. Um, I'm sure thoroughly vetted. So when the train gets to San Simon, though, the president's guys had the train uh, go through town as fast as possible and not stop because that's where the cowboys were planning to stop it. They're like all standing there like right by the train tracks, I'm sure. (laughs) It's like, God damn it. Foiled again. Yep. So White and Doc uh, got to Prescott in November 1879. They reunite with Virgil. Probably on that famous scene where uh, they eat an apple. Okay. Yep. Then on to Tombstone. The only true thing like that happened they, in that movie. They like shared an apple. <laughs> but Lady in the Tramp style, they're both eating right. on either side. Yep, chomping on it with their big old horse teeth and like <laughs> ram, ram, ram. <laughs> so the Earps came there to make money, not to uh, police the town. They're going to go into gambling, mines, and real estate. Mm. Uh, Wyatt realized there there was already too many stage lines, so he sold, sells a stage. So he burned down two of them. Yeah, right. That's what he should do. So Wyatt gets a job dealing pharaoh, uh, but the Earp brothers didn't uh, get into prostitution this time. They're cleaning it's up their they act. they were all married to prostitutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wyatt later gets a job riding shotgun for Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were later joined by Morg, who had spent time in where? San Bernardino. Mile City. Oh. oh, fuck you. Fuck you, Mile City. <laughs> it also knows in miles. <laughs> there he kills a man named Brooks in a gunfight. Oh, I never knew that. And then he gets a bullet in him for the rest of his life from that gunfight, too. No. In Mile City. In Mile City. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. But the cowboys were popular with the business owners because they would come yeah, in and just money. spend money. Oh, okay. Because they sell their... 
feel like maybe they were also lightly used cattle. Also, kind of like an organized crime unit, where like you know, like oh, we'll take, we'll make sure that you know you're protected or whatever if somebody yeah. tries to come in here. We're, we're the only ones allowed to bully you, I'll, motherfuckers. I'll sit here and menacingly stir my fucking lemon drop with the <laughs> barrel, of, barrel my of my fucking colt. Yeah, <laughs> fucking so weird. God, just a. It's just such posturing. It yeah. just pisses me off. Yep. July 21st, 1880, uh, Virgil is made deputy U.S. Marshal there in town. Holy shit. Wait, we're still in Prescott, Arizona? No, we're in Tombstone. Tombstone. We are? Yeah. Okay. Just made it in. Sweet. Uh, Cowboys stole six army mules, like you said. Yep. The army got Virgil to help track down the thieves, so he takes Wyatt along. Uh, They find out that Pony Deal and Sherman McMasters were the thieves. Fucking Pony Deal. (laughs) Uh, Virgil insists that the McLaurys and the Clattons were involved too, because of course they were. Yeah. So the Earp brothers and the army posse went out to the McLaury ranch and asked if they seen Deal or the mules. There's like a mule wearing like, you know, a grandma's dress, like all uh, (laughs) a big bad wolf style. (laughs) (laughs) Can I help you, Grandma? (laughs) What big mule ears you have? (laughs) A neighbor named, uh, (laughs) neighbor named Patterson. I'm on the mule kick still. Yeah. He said he would get the mules back to the army, so the posse just leaves. And Captain Hurst... <laughs> Good enough for us. Yep. Bye. Yep. Captain Hurst of the army went to Charleston and waited two days for the mules to come in. Then the McLaurys and the Clantons and Patterson ride in, and they just laugh at him. Oh, it was like, psych, we didn't bring you your yep. mules? Oh. They told him they just told the Earps that they would get them just to get them to leave. So Captain Hurst is pissed. Some criminal fucking masterminds over there. <laughs> uh, he goes back to Tombstone and took out an ad in the paper, and it offered a reward for the arrest of Deal and McMasters. There's actually a copy of this. It also accused Patterson and McLory of hiding the mules. Now Frank McLory is pissed, and he wrote a letter to the other paper accusing Hurst of stealing his own mules. <laughs> well, okay. Every, yeah. Everybody's just fucking so bad and stupid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Everyone. Uh, about 10 years later, Hearst would uh, later be involved in uh, Wounded Knee. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. July 27th, 1880, White accepted a job as a deputy in Tombstone. Three days later, a miner named Roger King shot and killed a man, and White arrested him. Uh, one of King's friends handed White a note, supposedly from the sheriff. It said to hand him over to his friend. The- <laughs> <laughs> Dear Marshal, uh... It's like, uh, basically, it's like getting your kid out of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like writing a fake doctor's note. Yeah. You need to let him out. Signed, mm-hmm. the f- marshal. Yeah. <laughs> Signed, Mr. Law Guy. <laughs> well, Wyatt was smart enough to take a look at the note and notice that the sheriff's name was misspelled. And that the guy had his fingers crossed behind <laughs> his back. <laughs> so he arrests the friend, too, so it didn't work. Oh, shit. Nope. Uh, Morgan took over Wyatt's job at Wells Fargo. And he would be deputized whenever Virgil or Wyatt needed him. So October 27th, a few days after threatening the president, the cowboys ride into Tombstone and whooped it up, led by Curly Bill. Uh-oh. I think I know where this is headed. Mm-hmm. They're all drunk and shooting in the air. Uh, Wyatt came out to see what was going on. So did City Marshal Fred White. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, this is a scene from fucking Tombstone. Right, mm-hmm. but as a, well, when you were... Taking the dump of the righteous before we start recording, uh, like, you know, mentioned uh, in the show, like, Fred White is, like, portrayed as, like, a 50 or 60-year-old dude. Right. He's actually only 32. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, he commanded Curly Bill to give uh, give up his guns, 
So Curly Bill hands it barrel first. Uh oh. At the same time, Wyatt grabbed him from behind, and the gun went off. Whoops. And hit White in the stomach. Safety third. Uh, Wyatt then buffaloed Curly Bill over the head. Boom. Yep. And arrested him. Curly Bill claims not to have done anything wrong. Well, he actually asked Wyatt when he came to, like, what did I do? Mm hmm. And they arrest five more of the cowboys standing around. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to see uh, how completely different it is from the movie. It's actually not that. I mean, they did a pretty good job in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. fairly, fairly. Parts. Most of it. Most of it. Most of it. Yeah. The, there's a couple. The main, the like, the, like the fact that they shoot the double barrel shotgun three fucking times mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Fucking A. All right. Well, we are going to come back in one week. Yeah. And this is where I, this is where the movie fucking kicks off. So no, it isn't. Play by play, baby. It kicks off with that weird wedding. Where well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying everybody. this is where we finally got it to the point where it's like sick horse. Yeah, but and the movie Mar- di- Morgan eats an apple. Yeah, yeah. Well, the movie. Well, was- I like later when he's eating just ramen noodles with his dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking excellent. Well, it, seriously, it's what it looks like. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be just Chinese noodles, but yeah. yeah. Which which uh, ramen is is a Japanese version of of lo mein, right. which is like a. But I'm saying it looked China. like the modern ones where they come in the br- curly, you know, where they're yeah. all curly like that. Yeah. He's just sitting there like picking it with his fingers and shoving it in his dog's mouth. <laughs> but as we know, Chinese food was actually kind of common in the old west. Yeah, so there there probably was lo mein. Yeah, you bet. Anyway, so uh, we'll see you all next week. And so right now, we will go out in... A hail of... Pimp fire. Isn't, isn't that syphilis? <laughs> <laughs>